unemployment benefits, reopens the PPP for a second draw, sends more than $100 billion to keep kids safe in school, helps parents with child care, helps families afford expenses or homeschooling. Surgeon General Jerome Adams is testifying before a Senate committee on developing a safe and effective COVID-19 vaccine. HHS will be issuing guidance to expand access to safe and effective COVID-19 vaccines. State licensed pharmacists will now be able to administer COVID-19 vaccinations to persons age three and older. President Trump keeping another one of his campaign promises as 2,000 troops will be leaving Iraq during September. This is USA Radio News. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. I think just taking the balance of nature, I really feel like I just plain old-fashioned feel better. And it's really a noticeable thing. So that to me is significant. It really is. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code USA. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Two Joe Biden voters have been indicted on hate crime charges after grabbing a seven-year-old's Make America Great Again cap in front of his mother outside the Democratic National Convention in Delaware. Olivia Winslow and Cameron Amy, both 21, were indicted by a grand jury on Tuesday on felony charges of robbery and conspiracy and hate crimes, as well as a misdemeanor charge of endangering the welfare of a child. The incident, which was captured on video, went viral, occurred outside a restaurant at the Wilmington Riverfront on August 20th. Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley says the people of his state are very resilient. Today on the Senate floor, the Iowa Republican acknowledged the hardships that farmers have faced this year. Farmers have had to confront coronavirus supply chain disruptions, widespread drought, and a record windstorm that blew across our state. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Zinworld Premium CBD offers full and broad-spectrum CBD oil, extracts, and capsules, which are designed to help you feel your best. Their products are sourced from the best organic hemp and natural ingredients on the market and are tested for quality, purity, and potency. They have a full range of items from health and wellness to beauty to pets. Call 725-205-9223. Visit online at Zinworld.com or stop by their location at 9895 South Maryland Parkway and Silverado Ranch Parkway. Mention KSHP for 10% off in-store or use code KSHP online for 15% off. Aloha, Cinnamon's Las Vegas newly arrived Hawaiian breakfast served every day 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. With over 32 years in Hawaii, we have amazing boneless kalbi ribs, award-winning eggs benedict, guava chiffon pancakes, which were voted Time Out Magazine's number 8 pancake in the nation, as well as our Las Vegas exclusive pistachio cream pancakes, and much more. Good food, great service, genuine aloha. It's the island served on a plate on the corner of Buffalo and Washington just off Summerlin Parkway. 
Jumpers Jungle Family Fun Center is an indoor children's jump and party space in Las Vegas located at 2050 South Rainbow Boulevard. Kids of all ages can come and jump on our bouncers, race through the obstacle courses, speed down the mega slides, slam dunk into the basketball hoops, and much more. Are you looking for that perfect birthday party venue? Look no further. Jumpers Jungle has a party package that will fit your needs. Check out the open play schedule online at jumpersjungle.com or call 702-463-JUMP. It's time to jump your way to fun at Jumpers Jungle on the corner of Oki and Rainbow. The best choice for convenience, comfort, and value, My Place Hotels are ideal for both short-term and long-term travelers. The rooms at My Place features pillow top mattresses, microfiber bedding, and a variety of soft and firm pillows. All extended stay rooms offer their own kitchen, which includes a full-size refrigerator and a cooktop. On-site laundry facilities are also available for extended stays at pet-friendly My Place Hotels. Book your stays online at MyPlaceHotels.com, My Place Hotels, St. George, and West Jordan, Utah. Make My Place your place. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone 
And don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. of Sports Insider Radio coming to you from Las Vegas. Brian, blessing. David Miller, we're here hanging out. We're ready to rock and roll. We got NFL action coming up tomorrow. Yahoo! We're going to head east. Right now, it's so you know, Dave, it's the beast of the east. Just John on the line at the moment. Only Mike, Mike's probably at the 19th hole. <laughs> How you doing? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Excited. You ready for football? Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. NFL, NFL's, I like NFL the best. Uh, let me ask you this. I'm going to let him stew for one second. Please, 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to let him stew for yes. longer than this? Oh, there's the other character just checking it too. Um, let me just ask you. The unknowns. Tomorrow night we're going to watch Kansas City and Houston. Now, Kansas City's going to have 16,000 fans. Jacksonville's going to have 16,000 fans. Everybody else, no fans. I think third down conversion rates for the visiting teams are going to be enhanced. I'm not dealing with crowd noise. But we're going to wait and see what kind of stuff they pump in at the state. we got to see how this, this is, plays out. This is the mystery. It is, it's a and wild card, isn't it? I don't, I don't know the numbers, but usually you want to fade the, uh, the Super Bowl champ on that first game, right? All right? You've, you've been doing this longer than me. Honestly, in the NHL, it's an automatic yeah, yeah, we, we talk, yeah. fade. Yeah, yeah. Okay, hockey teams, they warm up, they go in the locker room, they're chewing on nails, and they come out and jump on the team that had the ceremony. For whatever reason, the Super Bowl champ, mm-hmm. they play well. Oh, okay. it, 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 for whatever reason, in the in this instance, historically speaking... I wasn't sure the yeah, numbers. The, home, no, I did, the exact number, I, I don't know, but... I can John tell you, know, he knows all a, numbers. Well, he might. Uh, we'll, we'll get to him in a moment. <laughs> but but, but it, it's something to consider, certainly, right? Exactly. Yeah. And and are the beasts of the East there? Both. I believe the boys are finally all together. Hello, gentlemen. I am here as well. Hello, gentlemen. How you doing, John? Do you know the numbers on that one? I do not know. I think that might be. Uh, it's just a play that everybody usually they cover. I think I don't know the exact numbers, but I, I know at least the last four or five years, the the um, it's been the champ. The, it's the champ has played well at home. And the, the, right. The, okay. the banner raising ceremony in the NFL. Or the, actually, it's not a banner. Well, I guess it is. Yeah, it is. But it more than they opinion. get their they get their rings. Usually, it's they, kind they, of the same thing. It's same kind of concept. But for whatever reason, uh, the football uh, the champion actually 
has fear. It's not like okay. it's like oh my god, the, the you know they're like one and eight. It's a, I think it's more the other way that the home team does play well. Because when I first when I first started betting in the early two thousands, someone told me fade the Super Bowl champ, and and it, and it felt like it, it was sense. running good. It, it felt like it was running good, but but hey, a lot of years have went by. Yeah, so. but the hockey's. I mean, honestly, the ceremony games. It's one of the. It, honestly, it's it's like a, it's a joy when things are normal in uh-huh. an eighty-two game hockey season, and you find out in three weeks the the Flyers are retiring some guy's jersey or raising his thing to the rafters. <laughs> Mark those down because literally they they all come out, they all warm up, and then the home team comes out and stands on the bench and taps their sticks during the ceremony. And the visiting team's in the room chewing on nails, riding a bike, and they come up and they're up 2 nothing five minutes into that game. That happens all the time. Football's I'm have to remember that football's one. a little different. Anyway, all right, so uh, Mike, a little later on the phone call, uh, did uh, uh, what did you do, three-putt 18? <laughs> I did play this morning. I'm not really sure what's going on, Brian, but I have regressed in my golf game. You're playing too I'm much. Literally, is that what it is? Yes. So can I say okay. that? i got to interrupt. He's been in a very foul mood all morning. I did not know why, and now I know the answer. No, no. You're, you're, uh, honestly, I mean, you get – you're grinding. I mean, it's cool. You're, you're just you're, – uh, you're, you're trying to fix it, and you're trying to develop something overnight. And your, your stick-to-itiveness, that's a big word, uh, is, is admirable. Sometimes, what is, what, 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 what's that word? Stick-to-itiveness. Well, Stick to itiveness, okay. Yeah, but you know what? I'm telling you, Mike. Just me, and I'm a hack. I used to be able to play pretty good. I, I can still slap it around a little bit. But honestly, the best rounds of golf I play are off a long layoff, because the bad habits are gone. I come back. I haven't played in a long time. I stand over it, and I, I know what I'm supposed to do. I swing easier. The more you play, you play, you play, you play, you play. You start trying to kill it. You're over swinging. Bad habits creep in. So a two or three day break would be the best thing you ever did. Watch how good you play off the shelf. All right, stick to itiveness. Yeah, and then and and, 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 and Mike, honestly, um, none of that was factual. I just said that because John told me find a way to get him off the golf course and get him back in the office. Lisa, I'm for two days. <laughs> Listen, Merriam-Webster dictionary. I never heard of this word. Stick to itiveness is. Is it in there? Dogged perseverance, i.e. tenacity. Bingo. So it's an actual word. It's a three-letter word that's one word. So it's stick-to-itivenes. Stick-to-itiveness. Let's do that on a spelling bee championship. You'll really um, you'll win that one when they come with that one. All you did there, right there, you made my day because it proves that you're actually listening. Oh, I'm, I couldn't even believe it came up in the dictionary. <laughs> How's so that? anyway, let's go talk, for it. Let's talk. Let's talk about stick-to-itiveness, tenacity of David Miller. David Miller doesn't like to hedge. He sent me a video last night. He calls it weak money. Weak money when he hedges. Scared, the question that I scared. have. Scared. No, scared is scared money. Scared money. So the question that I have for you and all the listeners have for you is. Um, in the NBA, in the NFL, and let's just take that as an example, and we're just doing a what if. A team is laying seven, and they're up 21 at half. You okay. don't try to grab something on the dog in the second half? Well, usually if, if I laid seven pregame, I'm pretty much on that side. 
in the second half as well. So, but all right, let's flip it. Let's flip it. Plus seven. I forgot who I'm talking to. Plus seven, and they're up twenty-one nothing. And the dog is actually winning twenty-one nothing oh, at halftime. In the long run, this is a great spot to take the dog again. In the long run, I knew you were. So well, I you want, know I'd say I, I, that. You like to induce so me, listen, but it is. I, I, I want you to be proud of me for the first time I made a David Miller play without David Miller. I watched uh, the Greek freak go out of the game. They made the line four and a half in the second half. And I said, what would Dave do? Dave would take the Bucks plus the four and a half without the Greek freak. Dave would not buy into the injured man theory that the Greek freak's out. And he, the value would be on the plus four and a half, and I took him. And as you saw, the Bucks won the game outright, and I got the cash. And I just no, want to clarify on. on the radio. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. whoa, 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 whoa. Dave hold on. Dave Dave would, five. <laughs> I, I have another proposition. This is what Dave really would do. Dave would grab Miami at minus two. And then when the line moves to five and a half, he would grab no, no, the no, other no. side and try I'm to melt it. He went out. He went out in the second. He wait, went out wait, in the wait, first wait, half. No, he's wait, talking wait, about wait, last wait, night's wait, game. Wait, 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 not last night's game. Wait, 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 not last night's game. Miami won yesterday. No, Mike's talking not about Mike's talking about last night's game. Mike's talking about last night's, and you're talking about the one before. That's the problem. I'm talking about the one before. Got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the one before when he went out with the ankle injury, and they made the line four and a half. Milwaukee plus four and a half in the second half. And I knew he wasn't coming back. You would have taken Milwaukee without him coming back. Oh, correct? absolutely! But unfortunately, I had Milwaukee last night well, too. Well, okay, but, 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 yes, but, I just but yesterday, go back to that game, I did that because of you. Oh, thanks. But yeah, but yesterday, uh, knowing he was questionable or whatever, uh, the morning the line was uh, they were pretty. They knew he wasn't going to be a hundred percent, so the line was four four and a half. And then it's confirmed he's out. The line goes to five and a half. And and you're sitting there going, this in play wage or anything. Milwaukee comes out, they're cornered rats. Uh, we're gonna do it. We're gonna win one for the Gipper. They come out at a gate. They get an 11 point lead. Commercial break. In game wagering. Miami is plus one and a half for the game. And you're literally like seven minutes into this game. They're plus one and a half. And it was like, you think Miami isn't gonna come back in this game? Uh, when they're undermanned, the in-game wagering opportunities that exist are in this day and age are absolutely stupefying. I mean, you, so the and I agree, and that and that was one of the reasons I was looking at eyeing up Houston. But let me ask you this, Dave: the the day before yesterday, the point of that for the listeners to give them more generalization of more general systems. You are contrarian in the fact that you don't when it, a player goes down while the game is playing. The value usually is going to always be taking the team where the player got lost because they're going to overvalue the line at the second half, correct? Right. In, in, in the long run. Cause, cause so in the long run, for all you listeners out there that you see a player go down, a marquee player go down, you're not really getting free money riding the opponent, no. the opponent that no. doesn't have the injury. Because right. it's okay. already factored in, and then there's a skew to, to where it's overplayed, usually. I'm not saying... So you know, I... I I wanted to play. I wanted to not take Milwaukee, but I heard you in my ear going, "The value is on Milwaukee." The day before yesterday, and that's why I did it because he actually went out. And I think a lot of people chase the team that doesn't have the injured player, especially when they make at halftime. You know, quarterback goes down or a running back goes down in the NFL or college football. Everybody's pounding the other side 
and they're really not getting the long-term value. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I in the long run, th- this is for sure. Especially here in Vegas, they like to they like to they like to skew it a little bit more, uh, more recreational betters. But yeah, the good one. I'm proud of you. You're you're finally getting it. It only took what, right. four years. Four or five years. But so for you <laughs> no, listeners out there, for you listeners out there, I mean, that's the point is that if you're not paying for information, if you don't, ha- if you're not connected to our Insiders Alliance program, if you're not getting uh, text messages from us and you're watching and you see Brady goes out and, and, and is an example. The reality is if you're just going to be a systematic better, you're going to actually play Tampa Bay with the new quarterback in the second half because the line is going to be more value-driven. And I know Brian is sitting there cringing because he says a W is a W, value doesn't get you paid. But, again, the way you're playing is long-term systems where they're skewing the line in one edge or the other. So, again, that's, it's something to keep in mind, especially more injuries happen in football, I would say, in the first half than in, in, in the NBA where the players aren't going to return in the second half. Well, well, it feels like it's 80% too that when you see that situation and, they, and then, they, so then they come out with the second half line, I kind of feel like it, 80% of the time, if you just wait till one minute left in the half – you, you get it when it tops out. And I feel like people bet into it, even though it's already factored in. And now sometimes it's not factored in enough, I mean, I guess, because it is a market and it's not that easy where you can just say, uh, well, I'm going to do this and do that, you know. But I feel most of the time if you just wait, it, it just all it gets better. Although that one went, so that one went to, that one went, so they were down. Four and a half. Well, it went, no, no it went, well, but that's what I mean. It went to five in Nevada, even in oh, Reno. Okay. It went to five in Reno and here, but offshore was four and a half. So that kind of proves my point that you get even more value in Nevada, probably in the U.S. in general, even in the other states. But, uh, yeah, that worked out yesterday. Yesterday was kind of the same concept, but pregame, and and it didn't work out. So, you know, but in the long run, I think it does. Regarding in-game live and momentum, you know, let's say you were on the Rockets yesterday as an example, and you're watching the game and you're seeing the momentum, and you're saying, you know, do you at some point just say there's a value taking Houston, or you just leave that alone? Momentum. I, no, I'm, not, I, I'm sorry, not Houston. Lakers. Lakers. No, my sorry. my thing is, I think momentum a lot of times is just selective memory. Like you can look back and go, they had momentum, and then finished out the fourth quarter strong. But how many times do you see someone up? Then they're down. Then they're up. Then they're so I don't. I don't really. I mean, I. I'm not saying. I. I just don't believe in momentum as much as other people. That's another. That's like your other theories. I don't. I don't really believe in it. I'm just saying I don't. But you. He's probably gonna rip me apart. He looks like he wants to say something. But no, I'm good. I'm okay. Good. Okay. Because do you believe in momentum, John? I. I do believe in momentum and and. In the fourth quarter of a basketball game, um, when a team has been down the entire okay, game, and enough. now at some point they just tied it, and then now they took the lead by one point, fair and enough. literally they're down the whole game. That's knew, what I mean by momentum. I knew I knew a guy that I respect a little bit, and he he used to always say when a home team was down by twenty in the first half, and then came back, just play them in game, whatever the spread is, and I and I thought about it. And that would be kind of an example of what you're saying. They just, they just, uh, 
the momentum is so strong that the line can't even factor it in enough. But still, right. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not saying when you turn on the TV and somebody's going, "There's been 19 lead changes in this game." That's not what I mean. I, I mean, like literally, the team is. I mean, because think about the emotion of the team that's been up the entire game, and now all of a sudden, when it matters, boom, they let the lead drift away. I.e., Houston. Right, and, and the the other side of that, though, is how many times have you seen that and then they still win? I, I, I think it's more selective memory and variance. I mean, that's what I think. And Got it. we're here to talk about it, and I could be wrong. But I have seen I have seen times where, yeah, a team comes back and I'm thinking, oh, this is, they're going to, this can't, their momentum and energy is not factored in enough. So, in my opinion, there is situations where, yes, that's yeah. right. Now, I will say regarding Mike and his golf addiction, he had notebooks on his desk the other day, Brian. He left two days early because he had fantasy drafts. What's your fantasy world been like over there in Vegas? Last night was uh, an absolute nightmare. I <laughs> had our big fantasy football draft that started at 6 o'clock, and the Golden Knights dropped the puck at 5.15. So ah. I'm doing the fantasy football draft on Zoom while watching the hockey. So I mean, I got to talk about uh, talk about the hockey team here uh, coming up in the show in a little bit. So anyway, it was uh, the team came out okay, but it it was quite your, your head was on a swivel. Can I ask how you how you approach that? Like, how do you approach your draft? Uh, I had a defined. Uh, I think I did. I'm strong, very strong in certain positions, and you're, you're going to be weak somewhere. I mean, you can be consistently good across the board or exceptional in certain areas. And in our draft this year, anyway, I mean, it's a little off topic, but in our league this year, for the first time, these guys added a tight end position where you could play a tight end in the past as a wide receiver, but they're saying you, you play a tight end. Everybody plays a tight end. So I picked eighth in the draft, and they looked at me like I had ten heads. I took Travis Kelsey in the first round. Because to me, I got the best tight end, and I've got a 300-point lead over the league just by starting with this guy. He would go normally 20 overall, but if you have to play a tight end. So my first two picks, Mahomes went number one overall to someone else. Well, if he's the top player in the draft, who the hell is he throwing it to? So my first two picks were Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. That, seem, that seems like a good angle to, to start your draft. It works. I, it, it's worked in the past. Uh-huh. Right. But this is no, the first time sense. in this league that they put a tight end position in. Right. Makes so sense. I'm really, Definitely, really, uh, really... Sorry, Brian. I would, I'm not going to agree with you there. Okay. Well, I, I think it's a good angle. I mean, yeah, the, how, the how so? I, I want to hear this. Well, the, bot- the, the value, if you've... You know, and again, I, I do my research as much as I can at the end of the day with no preseason. It's still you know, hearsay, but the one position that is really, really weak is the running back position, so you want to load up, because if you don't grab at least one or two guys in the first couple rounds, you're not going to get anybody of value in the third and fourth and going, you know, in the fifth and sixth, possibly. Well, While the wide receiver position is deep, you could get guys in the later rounds that could still bring you a lot of value. With tight ends, you could still get value. Yeah, it's Kelsey... And the top three, which are the top tier, which is Kelsey, Kittle, and Andrews, are really yeah. the top three yeah. guys. There's a top two. 
I mean, it's it's Kelsey and Kittle yeah. that are wide receiver, like one, number one wide receiver status. I mean, now is your is your league uh, PPR? No. Point per reception? No. No, definitely don't. No, no, no. There's a tell you don't know the rules of the league. It's, See, yeah, I don't I did, either. Dave. I wish I could get in on this. See what I did, Dave. Yeah, well, I knew I would start something with these two. Go ahead. Well, I'm, I'm enjoying this. No, but 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 I but what I will tell you is. The majority of fantasy football leagues, you know who wins the league? Is the guy that makes the great pickup in week four. When a guy gets hurt and you get the guy that replaces the guy, and that's the guy that goes off. Those are, so you, you just need the base and the starting point. These leagues aren't one on draft night. They're, they're one over the course of managing the thing over the course of the long haul. But if, if Mahomes is the number one guy, overall taken, and he's throwing 80% of his production is to those two guys that I got with my first two picks. And, oh, by the way, the tight end position, everybody's got to play a tight end, and there's 10 teams in a league, and I've got a guy that's going to get whatever. Uh, I don't know the number. Say he averages like fantasy points. He's going to get 300 fantasy points. And the guy that's drafting third with a tight end is going to get like 80 points from his tight end over the course of the season. I just got a 200-point running start on the league. It makes complete sense. As long as, I, as long as I go and find the diamond in the rough running back elsewhere. Wow. I mean, I, I, get, a, I get a running start. I'm, I'm leading the league right now. By tra- taking Travis Kelsey, unless he breaks his leg, I, I've got a 200-point lead on this league. I like. I, like I just that don't argument, think the though. difference. He, I don't think the difference between a Kelsey here, hold on. and a he, Zach he, Ertz me, is going to make you win the league. Where you could grab Ertz four rounds later. Where obviously, that, I mean, but it's a points huh? compilation league. That's the. That's what I'm getting at. Oh, okay. It, it's it. a points compilation league. So it. So it runs. It's a running total that all adds up. It's. It's you know at the end of the year. And you got weekly bet, weekly side bets and all this other stuff. But the point is, I bet you in. In your draft, even if there was even no tight end position, a guy like Kelsey would probably go in the 20 to 25 range. Of his own accord, as the top in the top 300, he would be the 25th player taken. But in a league where you have to play a tight end, believe me, he's got to rocket up the ladder because it gives you a running start and you, you tower over the competition in the league with that particular format. Yeah. Right, well, that now knowing the rules, that would make a little bit more sense. All right. Because he probably has the, the defense rests. No, but no, because no, but he 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 had he, you yeah pretty much though. But he didn't know your official how the rules are and how no, it's exactly, created. No, that's right. But you've obviously got that part mastered and have thought about it for a lot of hours. So I can see I, everything well, no, you said it, made it, sense. But I will, the only thing I see this is a league I've been in for like five years, for, and they've but never you've thought they, about it more than no. Them, they've probably. never had the tight end position, right? I've been playing fantasy football since the day it started. I mean, it's probably most of the listeners have. But in past years, in leagues where tight end position is a position that everybody has to play, I would do this all the time. I would take Rob Gronkowski in the first round. And literally, the points that you would accrue with the top tight end it, it, over the course of 17, 16 weeks, it, it, it believe me, it works. But I, but I don't know who the other people are in your league, but something tells me you're more strategic than them and have thought no. about it a lot more. No, they're pretty good. Oh, they're pretty good? They're pretty good. Well, no, because your angle sounds like something I would do. Like, I would think about it. Okay, this is new. How can I maximize 
the, the rule change this year. Well, in, well, in the other hand, Mike, you can talk about this. I mean, listen, we're being analytic about a fantasy trip, whether it works or it doesn't. I, you know, injury. See, that's the thing. You, you draft number one. Mahomes goes down in that that quarterback sneak pile and gets up instead of missing a game. He, he's out for the year. Drafting number one in the league is it's a death knell. Yeah, absolutely. It's all it's injuries in fantasy football. But you know, I, I would ask, I would ask you, Mike. I mean. Uh, your league. I mean, tell me your strategy because they, well, here, make this the topic. You guys brought this up. There are people that absolutely poo-poo fantasy football. That's garbage. Okay, that's great. It's not your cup of tea. I will tell you something, especially with all the things that every time you talk to me, John, and we've done this, and I'm well, sitting there. And, well, no. Here, I'll give, I'll give you the perfect one. Uh, I had a phone call with a buddy of mine the other day. Like, you know, when you go in a score a shooting drought or whatever, the, the Golden Knights couldn't score goals. Like, how do they get out of the the, the goal drought? I'm like, well, to me, they're too fancy. They're you know, they should just shoot the puck low and just try to create rebounds and crash the net. What they do last night? They shot the puck low. They beat them through the five hole. They crashed the net. That they did exactly. It wasn't like I'm a rocket scientist. They made the proper adjustment and it worked. But the the question is, how do you get out of a drought? And I said, and this is the where the eyeball test works. David does it his way. I do it my way. All right? The eyeball test, the other day, Boston played Toronto, and the one kid was over 9 from 3 for the Celts. And with about four minutes to go, he finally made one. He was 1 for 10. And they were only down four or five points when the, in a game where they couldn't shoot it in the ocean. And then you come <laughs> back the next game, and they're only laying two points, and you're going, if they shoot reasonably well, they'll beat them. And, of course, they come out of the gate and they couldn't miss. And the game was over at the end of the first quarter. And that's the eyeball test that, that well, got to the W in the next game. Uh, let, yeah, let, just... let, let, me, let, me, let me say this. I just sent the text to you personally. Um, so the text I just sent you personally, I don't know if you remember, we met her father. I'm not going to say her name on air. Um, we met her father at Don Best. He's a client of mine. His daughter is a professional world champion fantasy uh, football mm-hmm. player. Great. Makes five hundred to $700,000 a year. Nice. Enters all these high-end contests around the country. Flies. They literally fly her in pre-COVID to here to there. And I just sent you the link to your phone. Like, literally, she, um, she, you know, she does it. And it's funny. So how I hooked up with her father is her father... Somebody recommended he call me like 10 years ago, and I and then he said, you know, my daughter's a professional. She literally makes a living with fantasy. And I said, That's well, great. why doesn't she give you – why don't you give me the games? Why doesn't she give you the selections? He goes, she couldn't pick a winner if she tried. Well, well, then that's fine, and then that's if. But so there's just, not a there's it's, not a it's, correlation it's, between being a fantasy player no, for a living and being a the, Dave Miller for a living. You are so, you are comparing apples and watermelons. But what I will say to you, and Dave always shakes his head when I say the eyeball test. No, I mean we, yeah, everybody I like does it. it a different way. No, that's fine. But but those that those people that poo poo the fantasy football, believe me, this ain't a this ain't. I ain't just having fun in this thing. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is this is a serious, you know, it's a fun league, but it's, it's a serious deal. But the the beauty of the fantasy football thing is if you're involved in a fantasy football league, you are watching a game that's thirty seven to ten. With 12 minutes to go in the game. And you really care The still. spread and the total and the, all that's decided. Oh, yeah. But you are watching that game like it's the Super Bowl right. and the game is tied 
you know, with three minutes to go because you are watching individuals. It's like a props better. But but the point is that you are still laser focused <laughs> on a game that's a boat race, and because of the fantasy football thing. But by doing that, it helps my sports handicapping because I am focused on these games that I would normally turn away from. But I watch something and I pick up something yeah, to yeah, make okay. a bet next week. Yeah, and that's yeah. the benefit of the fantasy football to me. No, no. I mean, the eyeball test, I, I didn't say it doesn't work 100%. I, oh, nothing but, works but 100%. It, but no, you are right. Because most of us go, well, everything's decided that we're, you know, when we bet the side and the total. You but turn the page. When you are laser focused still in the fourth and garbage time, sure. Yeah, you could you could pick things up. So, yeah, I hear do you. you. Do, uh, do you, are you like me? Um, I'm simply on the gambling side, uh, the spread side. Uh, Dave, are you. Uh, do you do any fantasy, or are you strictly like me, a purist of the? Uh, not saying there's anything wrong with not doing it. I just I don't do it. Um, my son does it. He loves it. He talks to Mike about it all the time, and he does his you know non money drafts. But do you get into it, Dave? When I not? when it first came out, I I was involved, and I I think I did it. I did it for like three months, and I actually ran good. But I, I don't think I was like I had an edge on the competition or anything. But I would try to maximize all the dollars spent I, and i and it went well it went well for me i made a few bucks but at the end of the day i was just kind of like okay i should spend my time uh betting sides totals other things so so i never really got too involved not like him or but but, but i mean you know what david I, I would think you tell me that by doing it your way where you're not that um you know, entrenched in the game's off or whatever, and I'm not hedging or I'm not doing whatever, is that in the, over the long haul it helps you because you're not getting influenced to confuse what you, the stuff you do on the front end. It's like, I, this is how I do it over the course of time. This it, is the way it works for me. I don't, I'm not, it wouldn't be... It could it enhance, it, could enhance it, but it could muddy it, the for, waters. For the way I do it, it would hurt me because it would right. be information overload, and then I would start overthinking the way it. I do things. Yeah. Exactly, where I'm used to doing it like this, and then now I'm trying. I'm level. I call it leveling myself, where I'm going well this and that, and I saw this, and 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 since it's worked the way I do it, uh, I, I kind of just stick to the way I do it. But no, the the eyeball test, I like it. Still watching the game within the game, even though the side. And now, total or dead. Uh, for for all the listeners out there, and I like just to give some free systems and trends. You pretty much will grab the double digits in the NFL. Like you'll just blindly. And no, I'm not I don't know about you're blindly. Do not blindly, but okay. But it's going to be very hard for you. How about this? It's very hard for you to lay double digits in the NFL. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I mean I, maybe I'll do it twice a year. Exactly. So basically, like on a game like tomorrow, it would be normally percentage wise. Either I'm not going to play Kansas City or I'm taking the Texans. Well, the thing about that game, so it opened 10.5. I think I even randomly saw a couple of 11s. So now that it's 9, this is this is hard for me to take plus 9 because I feel I, I someone else beat me to it, or other people. But I, I, I feel obviously, I, I think it by So post, I'm looking at a very respectable uh, place far out of the world, and they're still 10.5, interesting no, enough. Oh, no way. No, unless it I'm moves this you. morning. It begins with a five. That's all. I'll yeah, say. But, but they yes, juice so you on the ten and a half. Look at look at the juice. Oh, you're right. Minus one thirty. Look how you knew. And that. also, they're cutting off U.S. people, by the way. But uh, correct. But Correct. but anyway, no. So 
so it also comes down to what did it open at but let's say like it opens at nine so the reverse and then we're staring at ten and a half or whatever and then tomorrow we're staring at eleven and a half locally it's eleven at the faraway places oh, this is tough for me to pass in any sport because i know there's probably there's definitely like a skew uh globally in the in the long run in those situations and then we get an extra hook locally this All is hard right, so let's take the cleveland uh baltimore game by the way um my let's son see, wanted right? me to tell you brian that buffalo is going to win their division and uh he also wanted me to tell you that the ravens since they do not play tampa bay in regular season are going to go 14 and one and lose to the kansas city uh, excuse me 15 and one and lose to the chiefs <laughs> okay, we'll. See. I'll remember that one. That's a free. That pick. was for Brian. <laughs> Brian, he gave you. He gave you the heads up on Buffalo winning the division. Bet the win total over. That's what he's saying. That's how I look. So at now, that. <laughs> so and now let's talk about the nine on the the Cleveland Baltimore game, and then the seven on the Buffalo Jets game. So well, that's these eight spots, Dave. I'm sorry. That's eight. Once again, I think okay. they're juicing you. I think what you're staring at is like getting juiced. Yeah, let me look at let me switch sites. You're right. Plus 25, you're right. 25 cents. So, but just on these games like 7, 9, what's the Raven line well, up right now? Well, uh, Mike Hey John, hey. Well, before we go any further, let me let me just this is stuff we've done for a lot of years. And I, and I did some videos and some work uh, early in the week in terms of where numbers are going to go. And you know, you look at, I think, Indy's way better than Jacksonville. The pros are going to sit there and go, that's too much. for home. <laughs> yeah, that number, That's coming down to seven, or it, it is in one place. That number likely will come down. Uh, the, the Bills, and I'm not saying it's warranted, but the Bills are six and a half minus 20. Uh, today, did a video on Sunday saying, well, again, I'm not saying it's warranted, but that game sevens will appear. Now it could go mm-hmm. go and come back and go and come back, but sevens will appear at some point. So what we were talking about is if you like the Bills, you you bet them early because that number could end up getting to seven if you wait till the weekend. If if you were gonna take the points with the Jags, get it because that's a number could come back down to seven. But it's back to the premise that we've talked about. Don't don't sit there and wait. If if, if you've got conviction on something. Right, John. What's what? What do we say? As much as it's who, it's when. I, exactly. <clears throat> and, and, and so, my question for for everyone: Let's say the the key number game. Like, do you put a lot of emphasis in key numbers, crossing key numbers? Ravens are eight over seven, or do you like you don't really care, Dave? You're just looking well, at the lines well, as you, they are. Well, your your nightmare on that game. Let's see, take uh, Cleveland. How about Eagles are six and a half against the football team? Well, no, so they're you, under you, the key number. You are kind of sizing up, especially living in Vegas, absolutely, because they'll throw a hook on or off a seven without making you pay the extra juice. So your nightmare there is you can take plus seven and a half, but you don't want to take plus seven on the on the on the Cleveland one. But if you lose the ha- if you lose eight, it's not the end of the world. That that's how I look at that game. I don't know what he does, but I, I don't want to lose the half off of seven. So yeah, obviously we look at the key numbers, and then on that one. And we what would about wait the till- Eagles? So well, yeah, you we look would at wait. The Eagles. Yeah, we would wait. So if we lose the half off of six, you know, it's like a half off of six. If it falls on six, well, 
so be it. But the frequency that it falls but, on seven, you definitely want to try to get the seven, especially. The, but the funny here. thing is that things that are constants. The, the one thing that's different is the overreaction from one week to the next. We've never. I mean, it's been about three years now, where you know, right. if a team got rolled. Oh, it's, you know, it's the number would be a point. It's just like different. the early 2000s again last but now, season. It's moving three points, yeah, no, three you, and a half you're points. Right. Based, I mean, like if they hang a number, like yeah. you know, like some places hang next week's number, and that number could be minus three, and if the team gets drilled, all of a sudden the, the, the game's like one, one and a half. But I felt like, like, it's like, whoa. I felt like four years ago it was starting to you, – you would see less of an overreaction and then randomly like the last couple of years. Here's the difference legalization across the country you have more betters right and so you're you're you, you have all these people like in jersey for instance that are going to overreact they're not members of our service they're not they're new they just they're watching the last game and they're going man they got rolled and then so there you go so, so it's, well, a, so it's that, a less efficient the, market is what you're saying yes exactly and the one thing that will be you know it will be out there is you watch the fluctuations in the numbers that are out there based on jurisdictions this is why I'm excited when it gets legalized well, in all 50 states. So I, I will we'll, say, we'll have exactly a historical the, reaction. Well, well, so with the efficiency, I can't. I'm not going to say who it was, but a very large uh, sports book manager in Vegas. I was smoking cigars with him one day last year, and he said, um, "He says, John, we can't, we we can't make a right number on this on Oakland." Where you know, because he's in Vegas, he's like, no matter what, we it doesn't matter where we move it, doesn't matter what we do, they just hammer, 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 hammer. I, so, I, like you said, in terms of where you live, does make a difference. I think the sports books this year are, are gonna are gonna kill it because there's less, so there's less college football, and and I kind of feel a lot of that money will go into pro, and I and I think we'll see not only like more week to week overreactions. So what he was saying. The week two lines are already out. The pick'em will be four, but we'll see just bigger line moves week, like the same week, and and, and that's why I really want to wait till post this season more than I have been because because and I isn't do this think. A, what was that? Doesn't that make it a middler's delight for guys that like to middle? You know, old you know guys that like to grab well, six and get get the plus seven and a half. Well, or are you not much of a middler? Yourself? Well, no, I do absolutely. I middle, but I would have to see. So basically, like like if I was sitting there Monday morning and I quickly realized, okay, the sharp guys and the the recreational guys are going to lay six, and 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 I almost I would chase the steam on the favorite kind of, even though even if it wasn't really steam, but if you saw the Six is just slowly going to six and a half, and and you just know the public's going to back that side too. I would go for I would go for middles, but I would kind of I would have to see it going in that direction early in the week on Monday or Tuesday. I wouldn't just wait till Saturday and guess. Well, this is probably going to move tomorrow when the recreational betters bet. This is tough, you know, because it can easily go back down by the sharper guys or. or or whatnot, or even the general public, but yeah, sometimes you can pick up some good spots. But to just bet one bet blindly, saying I think this is going to go up, that's not that. This is hard. Well, for instance, for years the the Ravens uh, Steelers game would land on three, and they would make the number three. I mean, you literally. Whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. The, they'd make the home team three, and the game would land three. Yeah, but it was usually the visiting team that was winning by right. three. The game always right, right, ended. Right. It always ended up being a three-point result. But the the, the odds makers they were stealing money. All they'd have to do was look at yep, uh, Ravens Steelers make the Ravens three at home. 
Steelers Ravens make the Steelers three at home. I mean, you know, different animal now, uh, but that, that used to be that used to be just a constant. By the way, Mike Mike's sitting back there. We we got to let him have his say here. I mean, there's got to be you know we got to get the Ravens take from him here coming into the opener. Well, we're almost here. Here we go. Sunday, yeah. Sunday's we approaching. Get, and we get the over-under on the wheeze again. Oh, and one coming. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Dave, 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 I said that last Dave, year. I was Dave, wrong. David and I have a side bet on, on, on the wheeze. Go ahead. Yeah, that's all right. No, <laughs> he didn't say it. No, but he didn't say it. I don't think he no, said he, it. No, it was a wheeze. I don't, oh, I, I, don't start, I don't start actually saying it until the season starts, and we start winning. <laughs> There's we start one. piling on the wings, and, you know. We talk trash about the Seattle teams that oh, we yeah. beat. We talk trash about the Bills. You know, it's 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 fun. It's fun hey, banter. Hey, we love it. Hey, David. All I could Russell Wilson's my fantasy I'm, quarterback. Oh yeah. Okay. I see. So I love your your. So far, I like your. So do I have to get my brother on you? Do I have to get him Listen, with the Seahawks gear on you? I don't know, man. Me me and Vala would be a a good match. Do they do, do they carry, play? They don't play, do they? Match. They don't play this no, year. I'm just kidding. No, no, they don't play this. We'll year. We'll save no. that for the for the for the end, right? The Super Bowl. Yeah, okay. The Super Bowl. <laughs> you guys got to no, go to the game a, together. A, I know that that would be a, a, a dream matchup. I think they have a very strong team on the West, and we really are in a driver's seat to to do some damage again this year. Obviously, Kansas City's loaded, and it's just I'm just excited. Look, I cannot wait till the ticker hits. And it's one o'clock on Sunday, Eastern Standard Time, and there's eleven games kicking off simultaneously. Insanity all over the place. Halftime opportunities. I mean, it's like we've been starved of this type of predicament for the last seven months, and now literally we're days away from it all beginning. And it's tough. I mean, is home field? Well, I I, I think I have a, a semi decent read on it, but maybe worth one and a half. Uh, this, is, this is. We'll see. We'll see how the home teams do. That's that's what I'm looking. I for. mean, like they, like uh, Brian said in the beginning of the show. You know, there's going to be fans tomorrow. I don't think having seventeen thousand fans in a stadium is going to give anybody any boost. I mean, no, it, it it's like nobody's in the stadium. I don't even know the point of even doing it in, in certain places. Didn't the, I? Don't think the Cowboys said the same thing. They were going to have fans. Well, this week the only. There's several teams, but this week the only two games featuring fans are the Jags and the Chiefs. Right. That's I mean, random. Like, Why? Well, yeah. What? What's the logic there? Owners, owners, states, and states and uh, oh, the right. COVID states rules. The way they do. Okay. The Jags need all the this. help they can get, but that Listen, seven and a half. Uh, you are right. It looks good, right? I, I will say this: you hit a nice two-team parlay last night with Washington in the under. Um, you had him, uh, uh, and for all you listeners out there, we are still knee deep in baseball. Baseball's rolling, and I am in Baltimore, Maryland. And I just have to tell you, even though it's random, and Dave's going to shred me up, the number one most profitable team in baseball is the Baltimore Orioles. Twenty and twenty-one plus twelve hundred and fifty-nine dollars for every hundred-dollar wrist on the season. The distinction of the Baltimore Orioles is they are zero and four as a favorite. Now I'm going to give you guys a quick question if you can't answer it quickly i'll answer it where there's one baseball team that has not been a favorite the record of excuse me an underdog the record of them in baseball as an underdog is zero zero can you guys name which mlb team that is oh uh, <laughs> they have never been an underdog since the season began oh have never dodgers season. i don't know that's it 
you hit it. Dodgers are zero and zero, zero and zero as a dog. They're the only team on the board that has never once been an underdog. So I just found that to be uh, quite interesting. You don't see that a lot in normal long seasons. Um, but I will say that they have like again, twenty-one more wins than losses, or something. I mean, they have a sick win rate. Yeah, they they have a sick win rate, but money they can't compare anything money wise to obviously to the king, which is the yeah. They, you just we. can't compare. Is that we uh, or no? We to my no. That's we. That's my my Baltimore Orioles. That I basically you just have to bet blindly. Um, here's a perfect example: the Dodgers are thirty-one and twelve. David, you are up four hundred and eight dollars if you bet every game to win a hundred versus. 20 and 21 for the Baltimore Orioles, you're up $1,259. Well, all the money making teams are good dog teams. Well, Baltimore, you, San Francisco, Miami, Tampa Bay, and Detroit. It just proves it's it's the price, not the team. And I love hearing that. So it makes me feel yes. good to hear that. It's the price, guys. Because I had a, a client this morning telling me about the White Sox, and he goes, You know, you haven't been riding the White Sox. The White Sox are on a roll. And obviously, he lives in Chicago, no shocker there. Um, and, he, you know, and I said, great, you're, you're up $400 on the White Sox. Like, he didn't get it, that them being 10 games over 500 meant nothing. The most profitable teams, uh-huh. um, the two most profitable teams are Baltimore, 20 and 21, one game under 500, followed by the San Francisco Giants, up one game, 22 and 21. So really, the teams that are 50%, killing it as dogs, are making money, the teams that are number ones in, in their division – the White Sox, the Dodgers—they're relatively useless and, in and terms at of your one, pocket. At one point last night, uh, the Dodgers were, were plus nine hundred when they were down. I think what five to one, they were plus nine hundred. It was tempting, but you know I don't do that. <laughs> the team to come well, back, the favorite to well, come back. I mean, again, you know that's the thing. When I look at some of these teams and I see how well they perform as dogs versus favorite, you say it's random. I just say. If the Baltimore Orioles are getting money, I'm just blindly betting them. So far, since we, you know, for 41 I, I, games, I think it works. I think that works better with bad teams. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it can ever be bad because people people just think they don't really know the numbers inside and out like that. And I, and I think there's always with teams like that, there's still a skew, uh, a, a a public skew against them. So I think it works with good teams to just. Or, or bad teams to say, okay, they're plus one seventy, and you know those numbers, and and they're 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 undervalued probably still, even though they're the number one money making team, just because you're, the general public doesn't doesn't a, a five hundred record but making all that money doesn't really get noticed in my opinion, so so I think it, right. it it's fine. I, I don't think I would do that now that I've heard now that you keep saying that I I have looked at that, and and no, I don't I don't think it's bad. Not at all. I mean, what I said in the beginning of the baseball season was, if a team like the Orioles is 50%, you'll kill it with the money, and they're literally Mm -hmm. 20 and 21. And then, like I said, I look at these other teams, and again, the value, the only value I can think of teams like the Dodgers are putting them in parlays where you're not eating that, laying that huge wood. Yeah, but still Um, factored in to the price. That that was that was square. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. It was. All right. All right. I'm saying if you were going to lay that huge square, number, square, um, square. Yeah, I know that. Uh, 
the Vegas, what's the prognostication of the Vegas Golden Knights uh, there, Mr. Brian? After uh, the threes, the three nil nil. We'll do soccer. Three the nil. three nil win. <laughs> the three nil win last night. Well, well, the bottom line is the first game Vegas couldn't play any worse. What are you doing? Like making popcorn? <laughs> who do you? Who do you? What, what do you think is going to happen? In the, like, where's is there any value? Well, I know Dave was killing it with those Vancouver plus one and a half lines against Vegas. What, he was making are, money. Can I hear your thoughts on this series? I, I don't. I assume you're not biased to the Golden Knights. No, not at all. Your team. No, they're not no, even. No. So, what do you think? Like, is there no. value one way or the other? Or total game. Or? Game one, they played one of the worst games they've played all year, mm-hmm. and the problem with Vegas at the moment was everybody was talking about the Demko guy and the goalie for Vancouver. The bottom line is Vegas is creating all these chances, but they had no confidence and they couldn't finish. Last night they made shooting adjustments and it worked, but they couldn't play a worse game than they played in game one, and they lost by a goal. And It was like last night they played their game. They played a much better game. They're, they are the better team. Doesn't mean the best team always wins, but for them to... That was kind of a must-win situation for them last night. And you I thought wanna... the price didn't reflect that. It, it seemed low for that. When yeah. I saw the price, I said, I can't take, I can't fade Golden Knights here when they no. just lost. And No, no. The, well, the, the play last night was the puck line, uh, plus like a dollar uh, twenty. I think and then was... I'm trained to go, okay, I can never take the, the public side. And I wasn't sure who was public. And it was just a confusing game for me. Well... I never take the. I live in Vegas, and I, I, I have to. Well, the, Vegas, Vegas, the, the numbers inflated by thirty cents. Exactly, that's why I'm trained. Yeah. Okay, but that, fade but that, them. That's why if you like them, on nights you like them, you got to play the puck line. Well, I mean, so you, let's you, should, you can't, that, can't be wait, laying a dollar ninety. But let's anyway. apply that to to the Raiders. So I mean, isn't that going to be the same situation? I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, that line's already gone from Pickham to almost three and a half, and to me, that that's crazy. It's insane. They're traveling cross country. I mean, I don't, you know. And then I'm going. Is this the road team? Thing? No, the, like, but the Raiders. The that? Raiders are a public team. I, I honestly, I think the jury's going to be out in terms of. Yeah, I mean, in time, I think it's going to be great. I don't know that Vegas. I still think if there were fans here, I still think 50% of the people be in the building would be people coming in here from California and the visiting fans. Why did that line move so much, do you think? Because that it's, was kind of early, sharp money, and I, it's I, so random to me. Are they going for a middle? No, I, I, think it's, I think it's a fade on Carolina. Just I think they, Carolina's they, not they, good. It's Christian it. McCaffrey against the other team. Yeah, okay. I, th- I think it's a fade on Carolina. Well, now it's Carolina or pass, I mean, in my opinion. At, yeah, well, I, don't half, don't like, sleep on the traveling cross country and playing an early game. And, and the, the, this 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 whole thing, and we're out of time, fellas. But I mean, this whole thing, you you could have a team with a, with a fourteen point lead, and you're sitting there going, okay, the, we feel good, the game's in, uh, you know, they're going to win the game. That these teams, these guys haven't been hit, they're not in game shape. You, I think you're going to see a lot of backdoor covers this week because I think once a team feels they got the game in the cookie jar, they're going to they're going to be yeah. resting guys. And saying, that makes sense. Uh, you know, and, and then third down conversion rates for the visitors. Well, you think deep. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Well, I'm, you've I'm, really dissected it already. Well, I like I, it. I, I, honestly, I mean, if, if these guys haven't been hit, what are you going to do? Go go out there. Hey, great. We kept piling on, but we lost four starters. Dogs in the second half, people, the, the, when they're that, losing by a lot. The back door, there you go. <laughs> back door covers in play, fellas, I think. All right. Hey, listen. Uh, football season. Get a new pencil, John, because we're going to need you to start compiling these numbers. Your homework assignment begins in earnest.
Absolutely. I'm ready for it. All right. Hey, Michael, take tomorrow off. And and you're gonna you know you'll shave five strokes off the next day. Fair enough. There you go. All right, fellas, have a good one. We'll do it again next week, and we invite you, you to check it. out the website, SportsInsiderRadio.com. It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The president has never lied to the American public on COVID. The president's been very, the president was expressing calm and his actions reflect that. White House Press Secretary.